God has directed you to, Brother Alviar. We're so happy that you're with us tonight. Put your hands together and give the Lord praise as he comes to this pulpit. God bless you, Brother Alviar. Hallelujah. Can we clap our hands one more time to Jesus? While we're clapping our hands, can we lift our voices and magnify the name of Jesus? Hallelujah. What an honor and a privilege it is to be in God's house and to be able to feel his presence. I was thinking while we was worshiping the Lord uh, a few minutes ago and I was feeling the presence of the Holy Ghost. It doesn't matter if you're in Campinas, Brazil or Bakersfield, California. Jesus is the same. Hallelujah. His power is real. The anointing of the Holy Ghost is the same. Amen. Praise God. I want to say it is an honor and a privilege to be here at First Pentecostal Church in Bakersfield. Pastors and Sister Bradford and this church family. It's been a few years since I was here, but I uh, follow and see what God is doing in this church for, uh, for you all and what God is moving. And uh, we're so honored to be here. Happy to have my family with me. And uh, my wife and Julia and Nathan, Brother Nathan is on Brazil time. Amen. He's already passed out in the spirit. Amen. Praise God. But uh, we're so, I'm happy to have my family. I'm going to call Julia. She's going to come and she's going to sing and worship the Lord. And it's so good to feel the Holy Ghost. Good to see everyone here tonight. Some that I know, some that I don't know. But we all, if you've been baptized in Jesus' name... Receive the Holy Ghost. We belong to the same family. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Julia's going to sing. Pode vir. Vem aqui na frente comigo. We're very spiritual. We speak in tongues anytime we want to. Amen. Praise God. I am so happy to be here tonight. And I'm so glad that I can feel the Holy Ghost from the beginning of the service. Hallelujah. É tão bom sentir a presença de Deus. It's so good to feel the presence of God. Nós poderíamos estar em qualquer outro lugar. We could have been in any other place. Tem tantas pessoas que gostariam de estar aqui na presença de Deus. So conosco. many people would like to feel the presence of God. Mas elas não podem estar aqui. And they cannot feel the presence eu of sou, God. Eu sou tão grata que eu posso sentir a presença do But meu I'm Deus. But I'm so thankful that I can be in God's presence and I can feel Hallelujah. His presence. Hallelujah. I just want to say a, 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 a small testimony. When I was five years old, my father was preaching here in the States. And I began to feel a lot of pain in my shoulder. And with two, in, in two days, I was in very, very uh, pain, a lot of pain. And it, on the third day, I was in so much pain that I couldn't even uh, arm. E a gente, o meu pai ia pregar numa igreja em Memphis. My father was preaching at a church in Memphis, Tennessee. E uma irmã era enfermeira lá. And there was a, a sister there in that church that she's a nurse. 
E ela olhou para mim. And she checked my shoulder, my arm. E ela falou que para os meus pais que precisava urgente me levar para o hospital. And, and she said, Brother Alvear, you need to take this baby to the hospital. Então depois do culto meu pai me levou para o hospital. So after service we went to the hospital. E eles fizeram vários exames. They em ran mim. a lot of tests in me. E o médico veio com os resultados na mão. And a few hours later the doctors walked in in the room. E ele falou que eu tinha um tumor no ombro. And they said we found a tumor in her shoulder. Mas sabe uma coisa, nós servimos um Deus que tudo pode. But we serve a God that can do anything. Nós servimos um Deus que faz o impossível. We serve a God that is a, he's a, a professional in the impossible. Aleluia. E a gente começou a orar, orar. So we began to pray in the hospital. E a gente, nós criamos que Deus podia fazer um milagre. Because we believe that God could do a miracle. Nós já vimos Deus fazer tantos milagres. We have already seen God work so many miracles. Por que, que ele não podia fazer para mim? Why he couldn't work a miracle for me that day? Então o médico foi fazer mais exames para ver se eu precisava ter cirurgia. So the doctors called me in again and they made uh, more uh, exams because they said probably you're going to have to have surgery. E eles falaram que esses resultados iam demorar um pouco. And they said these uh, last uh, uh, X-rays and stuff were gonna, uh, there's gonna be the results is only gonna come in tomorrow. Então vocês podem ir para o hotel. So they told us to go home. Para gente descansar e na manhã seguinte eles ligavam. So we could rest. So in the next day they were gonna call us back to see about surgery. É, nós estávamos em oração. But we were in prayer. E nós sabíamos que Deus podia fazer um milagre. And we knew that God could work a miracle. E na manhã seguinte o médico ligou. So the next morning the hospital called Pastor uh, Caleb Adams' house. E o pastor ligou para gente. And Pastor Adams called my daddy. E ele falou, o médico não soube explicar. And he said the doctors could not explain this morning. Ele disse que aconteceu uma coisa que ele nunca tinha visto antes. He said something happened strange they have never seen before. A sua filha está curada. Nos outros exames mostrava que ela tinha um tumor. The second round ex uh, exam showed that there was no tumor. The first round exam showed there was a tumor, but the second there's no tumor. Aleluia, nós servimos um Deus que ainda faz milagres. We serve a God that is a God of miracles tonight. Oh, nós servimos um Deus que pode fazer tudo. We serve a God that can do anything tonight. Quando alguém fala que é impossível, When there is, when the doctor said it, there is, it's impossible. É aí que Deus faz possível. That's when God walks in and He says, "I am." Hallelujah. The doctors of all doctors. Hallelujah. Eu vou um hino. I'm going to sing a song. É, em português, em Portuguese and English. Y'all just worship the Lord. Digno de glória e louvores levantemos nós. Nossas mãos te adoramos, ó Senhor, digno de glória e louvores. Levantemos nossas mãos, te adoramos, ó Senhor. 
no one like him would you put your hands together and would you praise him with a loud voice would you lift up your voice and praise him thank you Lord thank you Jesus amen amen hallelujah praise God months ago, while you open your Bibles in a very, very known scripture today, I would like to talk just a few minutes about what God is doing in our country in the book of Acts chapter 4. It's against the law in Brazil to do homeschool, so Julia goes to a, a private school. And uh, she's the only girl in, in that school that's a Pentecostal girl. And um, I'm not here to say anything about standard, but uh, we teach our girls to use skirts, you know, all the time. And, and uh, Julia's the only girl in that school that wears a skirt. And the principal called me in and said, from next year, Julia's going to have to wear pants to church. The school and I said well we don't do that uh, we are we teach our girls from the beginning to wear skirts and uh, he was a little mean at first and but I told him I said we're not going to do it so he he said okay well God is using Julie in her school and people that was laughing at her I told her, I said, if you just be faithful to God, God will honor you. And, you know, in the last few months, several of her friends from, from her class has received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I think there's about eight, eight, eight of them has received the Holy Ghost. 
uh, several of them has been baptized in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So when you stand for truth, everything's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Acts chapter 4 and verse number uh, 7 says, And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, You rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to this man, by what means he is made whole, be it known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who you crucified, who God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is a stone which was set enough of your builders, which has become the head of the corner. Verse number 12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other. How many believe that tonight? For there is none other name. What is the name, church? Under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And the last verse says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Would you put your Bibles on your pew right now? I'm going to ask you to do like we teach our Brazilian church. Would you raise your hands like this, making a funnel for the Holy Ghost to come upon you? Let's everybody take a few seconds to pray as loud as you can pray to Jesus right now. Come on, everybody in the house. praise we give you the glory we give you the honor Jesus Emily asking you to bind every spirit from hell and loose your power loose your anointing loose miracles in the in this house loose healing in this place deliverance you're able to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost you're able to set somebody free tonight God and we as your people we will not fail to praise you let's everybody begin to clap our hands let's begin to clap our hands and shout to the name of Jesus as loud as you can shout Come on, I need every young person, every person in this building. Hallelujah, that has a strong voice to shout the name of Jesus as loud as you can shout. Shout about three or four times. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You may be seated in Jesus' name. For just a few minutes, I would like to talk about what God is doing in our country. And I, we are seeing the greatest revival I have ever seen in my whole entire life in Brazil. Revival is exploding. We are baptizing many people in the name of Jesus. We've been baptizing Trinitarians in Jesus' name. Been baptizing idol God worshipers in Jesus' name. We've been baptizing devil worshipers in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. 
I said there is power in the name of Jesus. I want to title this missionary testimonies tonight. There is still power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, there is power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, shout it real loud to somebody and say, neighbor, there is still power in the name of Jesus. If you believe there is power in the name of Jesus, clap your hands to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. There is authority in the name of Jesus. Deliverance is in the name of Jesus. We serve a powerful God. You know, coming from the largest devil-worshiping country in the world, 60% of our population declared to be devil-worshippers. They worship the devil just as sincere as what we worship Jesus here tonight. If you would walk by a devil-worshiping church, you think they're at Jesus' name, Pentecostal, apostolic. The way they worship, they clap their hands, they sing, they beat the drums, they run the aisles, they dance. But they're not worshiping God. They're worshiping the devil in their services. They'll kill animals. They'll kill chickens and goats and drink blood of those animals, even that it is against the law. They're, they have human sacrifices. They kill babies and offer those babies' bodies to the devil. I'm glad that I don't have to do that to, to call the presence of my God and to peace my God. I'm glad that I can walk in a sanctuary and lift up my hands and call upon the name that is above all names, the name of Jesus, and hell begins to tremble. Hallelujah, and hell begins to shake, and the devil has to go to the power of the name of Jesus. Somebody shout yes. Somebody shout hallelujah. There is still power and authority in the name. The devil has to go. Satan has to lose the battle when the name of Jesus is proclaimed. Amen. Hallelujah. I remember going to a house, and uh, this sister Clarita had called me and said, Pastor, would you come please? Uh, our neighbor, she's devil-possessed, been devil-possessed for the last three days, and uh, she's screaming. Sister Clarita was a Catholic lady. When I met her, God healed her the first service she came to church. Pastor Bradley, God filled her with the Holy Ghost and healed her of a tumor. She was sent home to die. She had cancer, stomach cancer. God healed her, filled her with the Holy Holy Ghost, we baptized her in Jesus' name. She became the greatest soul winner in that village. She told, she told me, she said, I need you to come, Pastor, and pray. So I got a group of prayer warriors. We went to that little lady's house. When I walked in her house, she was locked in her bedroom. Uh, they unlocked the bedroom door. When I stepped in, the lady screamed. She was in the floor, devil-possessed, and she screamed in English. She said, I hate you all. And it shocked me for a minute because I knew it was not that lady. It was the devil. The devil knows English. That's the reason he doesn't like people that speak in tongues. Because when you get in the Holy Ghost, he understands Portuguese, Spanish, all kinds of language. But there's one language he cannot understand. And that's when you get in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I'm glad that I'm, a, I'm in an old-time apostolic Pentecostal church tonight. I'm, I'm glad that I'm among believers here in the building tonight. How many believe that God can do anything? There is still power in the name of Jesus. There is still authority in the 
name. Oh, lift up your hand and shout hallelujah. If you are a believer, it's in the house. God's going to heal people. God's going to deliver people tonight. God is going to fill people with the Holy Ghost. God's going to set people free from cigarettes, from drugs, from any kind of addiction. The Holy Ghost is in the house. And I just answered in English. And I said, Pastor Bradford, I said, why do you hate us? And the devil said, because you've, you all brought the power to set this family free. God delivered that lady from those demons that day. Baptized her in Jesus' name. Got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, we baptize her children, baptize her husband in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you, when Jesus walks in the room, the devil has to walk out. Mm, I feel the Holy Ghost. Somebody can testify that. I said when Jesus walks in the room, the devil has to walk out. I, I wish somebody will stop the devil's head right now. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is a thought. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost coming into this building right now. Anything can happen through the power of the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. We had a little grandma in our church. I'm just giving you some testimonies. And God's going to heal people in the house. God's going to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost. He God's going to deliver somebody in this building before the service is over. I believe some of you can, can we, we'll probably have to take you out drunk to your car speaking in tongues because the Holy Ghost is in the house. I said, God's not opposite. He's not, he didn't come to church. He's in the house. I felt him. When I walked in the door, I felt the presence of the Holy Ghost in this place. This grandma moved, had the Holy Ghost, moved to this area. There was no Jesus name church in this place. And uh, we lost contact with her. She began to go with no food. So one day she decided she was going to call the radio station in the village and ask for some help. So she called the radio station and she asked for help, not knowing that the most richest man in the village was going to listen to her play. Well, the thing was that he was a devil worshiper. He called in one of his servants and he said, I need you to get buy some groceries and take to this address, and it's a believer's house. They call us Christians in Brazil, crentes, believers. And uh, you, and when this uh, lady asks you who sent the groceries, you tell her that it came from the devil. Well, you can't embarrass a, somebody that's full of the Holy Ghost. When you receive power, you know, when you see, receive the Holy Ghost, you receive power. And you receive boldness in the Holy Ghost. Well, the, the guy obeyed. In Brazil, we don't knock on doors. We clap our hands because everything is fenced in, walled in because of bandits. So he clapped his hands. A little grandmother, prayer warrior, opened the door. 
when she saw outside the fence that there was a guy with groceries. You know how we act. Sometimes we want to be sophisticated Pentecost until the Holy Ghost hits us. And that's how it works. She started having a Holy Ghost explosion right there, and she started dancing, went to the gate, opened the gate, looked at the guy, and she was just speaking in tongues and saying, Thank you, Jesus. And the guy, she grabbed the groceries and, and uh, said, Thank you, sir, and turned around. And when she was almost to the door, the boy said, Ma'am, ma'am, aren't you going to ask me who sent the groceries? She looked at him. She said, you know, baby, she said, let me tell you something. She said, when God gives the order, even the devil has to obey. I'm talking to somebody in the house that God is giving some orders in this place. I need about six more brothers to run the aisles or sisters with that little baby right there. God is giving orders right now. God is giving orders right now. The devil has to lose. The devil has to lose because there's power, power in the name of Jesus. Somebody else needs to run the aisles. Somebody else needs to take your wife with you. Take your husband. Go get your child. Say, devil, you're not taking my home. Devil, you're not taking my children. Devil, you're not taking my home, my marriage, my finance. It belongs to God. Oh, come on, we're just getting started. This is drinking time. Tell your neighbors that there's still power in the name. There's still power in the name. There's still power in the name of Jesus. There's still power. Come on, somebody shout Jesus. Shout Jesus. It's about to happen. It's about to take place. Miracles. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. Little over. I'm just giving some testimonies. God's going to heal people. Uh-huh. Some of you, the Lord have already shown me the spirits that you've been fighting. God's going to set some of you free tonight. Hallelujah. There is still power in the name of Jesus. I know this is real I know this is not fancy and this is not a deep message, but it still works. There is still power in the name of Jesus. There is still authority in the name of when we lose the power, we'll lose everything. When we lose the name of Jesus, we'll lose everything. We lose the power. Hey, we just might as well. We need anointing. We need the power. We need the presence of God. Some they 
They think I'm too crazy. And I'm too wild and I'm too noisy. I'll tell you the reason I'm too no, no I'm, I, I make a lot of noise in church. Because about 70 to 80% of our church people used to be devil worshippers. And I've been to their services. I watched them worship the devil for hours. I watched them, I watched them roll on the floor. And you know what, baby? I made up my mind a long time ago. I'm not going to let a devil worshiper out worship me. If there's any reason, anybody in Bakersfield that has a reason to shout is not the other churches, but is the one God apostolic Pentecostal church. If there's anybody in the building that has a reason to get in the aisle and dance and shout, it's us. You know why? Because some of us could have been already in the cemetery. But because of the mercies of God, because of the power of the name of Jesus, because God reached and touched us. Hallelujah. 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 When you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive power. One of our young preachers went to preach, and we do a schedule. In our church, we have about 100 preachers at the mother church. So I do a schedule, monthly schedules. They'll go out. We have 18 daughter works from the mother church that God has blessed us to start. And I see a lot of young people. That was beautiful, the choir, very anointed you know, we go to a lot of churches in the States and sad to say a lot of churches is only show. You can't feel the Holy Ghost. But I can feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Hallelujah. When it comes professional, then the anointing leaves. We've got to have do the, our best for Jesus. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, but we never can forget about the anointing. Feel the Holy Ghost here. Woo. I feel the angels of the Lord coming in the building. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is sending us help right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. One of the young boys was scheduled to go preach at a little daughter work and took the bus and was in the bus. Hey, let me tell you, God knows how to build the work. God knows how to build a church. You know why? Because it's his church. And God does it his way. Sometimes we don't understand God and sometimes we think he's too late. Mary and Martha thought that Jesus was running late. Well, you know what? Jesus wanted a miracle to be a little bit greater. Does that sound, uh, does that sound, make sense in English? Hallelujah. Sometimes, you know, some of you are going through some trials and problems, and you have asked God, I can't hear you. I can't see you. I can't see you. Oh, in the situation. You know what God is doing? He's just waiting so the problem can get a little bit bigger and the valley can be a little bit deeper. So when He walks in, you know the glory is going to Him. 
and you know that when he walks in, it's going to be him. It's going to be him that gave you that miracle, that opened the door where there is no, there was no door. It was him when the lawyer said, there's no hope, and Jesus walks in. And the doctor says, there's no cure, and Jesus walks in. There's still power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And all of a sudden, this village was really, really fighting our church. And all of a sudden, this little preacher, young preacher, he told me later, he said, missionary, the Holy Ghost spoke to me. Get up and preach. So he got up. And he start preaching inside the bus. Well, this real strong man from the bus got up and he said, you shut up and sit down. We don't want to hear about your God. And it scared him, so he sat down. And the Holy Ghost said it again. I told you to get up and preach. So he got up again and he started preaching. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Portuguese, Portuguese, disse eles Pedro, arrependei-vos, e cada um de vós seja batizado em nome de Jesus Cristo, para perdão dos pecados, e recebereis o dom do Espírito Santo. And he was preaching, the guy stood up and get it, said, Shut up, I told you, if you don't shut up, I'm going to beat you up. And he said, I sit back down. I was afraid. And the third time the Holy Ghost said, I told you to get up and preach. He got up and started preaching and the strong man start walking down his way. And he said, missionary, when the man got right at my face and he went to hit my face, he said the, that man had a little boy that was holding to his, that his it was his daddy, the boy, the, the young preacher didn't know who it was at the time. He was holding to his daddy's pants and, his, and the little boy shouted out, said, daddy, don't do that. And when the little boy said that, hallelujah, the man that was strong and macho, he began to weep and shake and tremble. He fell to his knees and the young preacher was, oh my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. That's the reason a lot of people don't win their battle and they don't win their victory because when the devil comes face to face, they're afraid and they sit back down. But let me tell you, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall receive power. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And the boy, and the boy said, I just looked. And finally, I got courage enough to, tell, to ask the man why he was crying. And everybody on the bus was looking at us. And he said, sir, is everything all right? Why are you, are you crying uh, in the floor? And the man looked at him and said, young man, you don't understand. This is my child. He's nine years old, never spoken a word in his entire life. God 
opened that boy's mouth and spoke that phrase and healed that boy right there. That guy repented, got baptized. I'm telling you, there's still power in the name of Jesus. Oh, there's still power. You need a miracle, shout it out loud to God. You need a a healing, shout it out loud to the Lord. It's me, God. It's my family. It's my home. It's my children. It's my city. It's my county. It's me, Jesus. Oh, that's it. Pray a little bit. Pray a little bit. Pray a little bit. It's only for the believers if you only believe. It's only for the believers. You've got to get out of your little box. You've got to step in, hallelujah, the supernatural for God to do a miracle that he wants to do. I'm almost finished. Do y'all have any chairs that I could use? Chairs? Yes, sir. How many? About 20. Is that okay? 20 chairs. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the Holy Ghost here. It was over two years ago. We were in a service just like this. Had a couple from America. Just sent them out right here. Oh, don't mind. Facing the altar. He called And and the Lord spoke to a prophecy. We're old-fashioned. We still believe in the gifts. And the Lord said, I'm going to send this city a 2,000-soul revival. Y'all can give some space between them, if y'all don't mind. And in my mind, when the Lord said, I believed it. Because I know God can do anything. One year later, I was up north Brazil preaching a revival for my parents. And 5.30 in the morning, I received a phone call. It was from the police station. They said, Pastor, are you Pastor Raul? LVR said, yes. They said, we need you at your church. I said, well, I'm three, uh, two and a half hour flight away from my church. I said, what's going on? He said, the church is on fire. But we didn't know about 5 o'clock in the morning. Wow, y'all really, y'all really have faith. I asked for 10. Y'all brought about 25. That's good. Hallelujah. Five o'clock in the morning, a group of devil worshipers got together. Our church was disturbing their meetings. And they were losing saints and we were gaining saints. And they got a piece of sofa of uh, wood and they put right in front of our main door and, and poured gas and set the church on fire. 
about 40 minutes fire, it completely burnt the front of our church. It burnt the inside the entrance. There's a little entrance, and there's a, bit, a, a little glass door about this thick that separates the little vestibule from you going into the sanctuary. And our church is real long, so the floor is just like this. It goes down. So, I mean, the, the video security camera showed them uh, pouring gas, and they really put her under the, the door because they wanted a, the gas to go inside the sanctuary. But let me tell you, there's still power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And uh, uh, when they took fire out my wife was there and the people from our church a lot of them was there they ran to the church and and uh, they, my wife said we were everybody was crying to see the destruction and the fire department people looked at my wife said ma'am your God was not asleep tonight and she opened her eyes as big as she said, well, how come do you say that? They said, because we cannot explain that a little glass door about this thick would hold the flames of fire. It was so intense. Everything in the vestibule burnt. The towels popped up. The bricks in front of the church just exploded. It was so intense. We had a water fountain. It exploded. Everything in the, in the vestibule, it burnt. We lost everything. They said, but we cannot explain a little glass glass door held the flames of fire in the heat he said it was supposed to explode and the fire go inside the, the sanctuary they said but what it really amazes us in the floor there is a mark like, like somebody built a wall in the floor separating so the fire the gas my god so the gasoline would go not inside the sanctuary oh let me tell you God did it it my, my mind Went back to the book of Psalms that says God gives the limit to the ocean. Let me tell you, God worked a miracle. God not even left the flames of fire go inside the sanctuary. And what it was supposed to be a curse, it turned into a blessing. Because in two days, our church was on every media that you can think. It was on television, radio, internet, newspaper. And you know what happened, Pastor Brown? God advertised for us for free. We didn't have to pay a penny. There is still power in the name of Jesus. My mind went back to the prophecy that we received a year before that. And the Lord said, don't you, remind, don't you remember what I said? The next few days, people from all over the town, they start coming to the Pentecostal church that the devil worshipers set it on fire. And they were bringing checks and offerings. And it didn't stop there. We baptized the assembly of God, Pastor in Jesus' name. We baptized his wife, baptized the Avengers, been baptized in Baptists, Methodists, Catholics, devil worshipers. In the name of Jesus, the people from the security camera, they came. They said, we're going to come and we're going to secure the church for a week. I said, oh, thank you. They said, we're going to pay this real strong guy to spend the night because we didn't have doors. I mean, it was burnt down. Said thank you. By his second service, Holy Ghost hit him so bad, he was at the altar repenting of his sins. 
Let me tell you, you can't fight this. You can't fight the power. You can't fight what is real. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. There is still power in the name of Jesus. It's not Brother LVR. It's not the Brother so-and-so. But is Jesus in you? Is the power in you? Is the authority in you? Hallelujah. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. This is what we're going to do. We're going to have a healing service. We had one this morning. We're going to have one this night. This is old-fashioned. I was praying not very long ago, and I said, God, why don't we see a lot of miracles like we used to? And the Lord spoke to me and said, Son, if you preach more about miracles, I will heal more people. Sometimes we get too afraid and too embarrassed to say who we are. And we are afraid to be called charismatics. Holy Ghost is here. Every believer in the house that needs a miracle, I want you to run to the chair. I don't beg people to come to the altar. If you want to stay in the pew, it's fine with me. Just the ones that really need a miracle, find you a chair. If it fills up, just lined up. We'll, 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 they'll, they'll receive a miracle the first round, and then they'll get up, and then we'll pray for you. Just, just make your way to the altar. If you need the Holy Ghost, if you need deliverance, you, you want God to save that backslide child, that backslid son, you need to come to the altar. You've been praying for 10 years for God to save your husband. He come on, shot. This is your miracle night right now. Not because Brother Alviar is here, but because Jesus Christ of Nazareth is in the building. This is old-fashioned Pentecost. I need, is that okay, Elder? He called I need all the ministers. I need all the prayer warriors. If y'all just can come down, hallelujah. Everybody in the church, would you lift up your hands? They're going to start anointing you with oil, and God's going to give you that miracle. I need some prayer warriors to pray over them. Every prayer warrior in the house, find somebody that you can pray with them. They need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. Sit on the chair. Sit on the chair. In the name of Jesus, it's about to happen. It's about to explode. Come on, everybody in the building. Everybody in the building, pray with somebody. Yay! Pray with your neighbor. Pray with somebody. Pray. He caught all yama. I curse that cancer. I curse that sugar diabetes. I curse that disease, that heart problem, that kidney problem. Yeah, there's still power, power, power in the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I think of his goodness and all he's done for me, come on. When I think of his goodness 
how he set me free. That's the reason I shout. That's the reason I dance. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Lay hands on somebody in front of you. Begin to pray with them. Begin to pray with them. He caught your your voice and sing for joy. Clap your hands, make a joyful noise. Oh, praise him for the victory. Receive it in Jesus. Receive it in Jesus. Worship is the way that the battle is won. I need I need every prayer warrior in the building I need everybody in this place put your hand on somebody's shoulder if it's appropriate begin to pray over them let's have an old-fashioned prayer chain there's people gonna get drunk in the house there's people gonna get drunk in the Holy Ghost one two three go go 